Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And Elizabeth, I told you about a man who just fascinated me when I was a boy. He Mm -hmm. would make his way through the city to a particular street corner, and my grandparents would pick him up. And what fascinated me about this man is that he was blind. Hmm. And somehow he would find his way to a city bus, get the right city bus, get to the right corner, get off at the right corner, stand there and wait for my grandparents to pull up. My grandfather would speak his name. He would Hmm. recognize his voice, move towards the car. My grandfather would assist him in the car. And then we would drive to church, and I would sit there and stare at this man because I could not imagine what it must be like to not be able to see. You and know, there is a, a story in the Bible where the disciples are fascinated by this blind yeah, by blindness by blindness, and actually they have this idea that if somebody is blind, is because God cursed them. Yes, that this was a punishment from God. Yes, and you know, I still hear people say things like that mm-hmm. in the hospital to people. What mm-hmm. did you do that that this mm-hmm. has come to you? That's right. And this is a question that we're going to uh, raise today um, about uh, the disciples saying to Jesus, "This man that was born blind, who sinned?" him or his parents. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to get into this very interesting discussion. This is found in John chapter 9, where this, again, fascinating story is found Mm -hmm. about the man born blind. And we want to remind you about two things on John. One, the fact that he writes in two levels. Remember the two waters and the two births Mm -hmm. that we already seen? Mm -hmm. There's a physical Um, level and a spiritual level. A spiritual level. Here we have uh, this man who uh, is blind, who ends up seeing, Mm -hmm. and the Pharisees who thought they saw saw spiritually, but, were actually, but blind spiritually. were actually blind. So, you follow the progressions of blind, uh, and blindness and sight. Uh, sight, and then also the I am. Mm-hmm. This is one of the seven I am's of Jesus, right. where he says, I am the light of the of world, the world. Right. which has already been introduced in chapter 8, if you want to go back and read your Bible, uh, verse 12, Jesus is the light of the world. In verse, uh, <laughs> verse 1 of chapter 9, and as he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he should be born blind? And again, this explains their misunderstanding of this whole situation. Yeah. They just assumed that all physical maladies were a direct punishment from God. And, and Jesus clarifies this, and, and it says on verse 3, was neither that this man sinned or his parents, but this was so that the work of God may be displayed in him. And then he talks about himself in a parabolic or symbolic way. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, I'm here now, so it is the day, because I am the light of the world. Right, in verse 5. And so, from here on, we're going to get this language of blind and sight going Mm -hmm. back and forth. When he had said this, he spat on the ground, this is verse 6, and made clay of the spittle and applied the clay to his eyes. And it's interesting to me that Jesus uses various methods of healing people, sometimes with clay, sometimes Mm -hmm. with touching, just sometimes with a word. And I think that there are specific reasons for that in in each instance. And he said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. Yeah, the sent one, that's what Mm -hmm. the word means. And so, he went and did what what Jesus said, and he actually saw for the first time in his his life. Yeah. I mean, Imagine you- what that would be to, to have spent your life in darkness. Now, as a boy, I could not 
understand what this was to, mm. to be in darkness because I could always see. Mm. And so I would try to close my eyes and walk through the house like this man navigated his way through the city. That's right. Maybe you have been in some kind of spiritual or emotional blindness for a long time and we know exactly you know exactly what we're talking about because both Mike and myself went through periods in which we struggled finding our yes, way right. around in life mm-hmm. until we saw some kind of light. <laughs> uh, we experienced um, spiritual blindness, although I've never been physically blind, but mm-hmm. to be spiritually blind, okay, that, that I begin to understand. That's right. So, here, the transformation on this man is so huge, and you can read the story at home because it's the whole chapter, verse 1, 241. Mm-hmm. Um, the man is healed, and nobody recognizes him, and some people this say… This can't be the same guy. No. And, and he keeps saying, I am the one. I am the guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that but was, no, you've got eyes. You can see. <laughs> yes. And no, so, it's me. So, he starts… Uh, one of the ways that we see the progression towards light is this man's name, the way he names Jesus, keeps changing. First, Mm -hmm. in verse 11, he says, a man who is called Jesus told me to go and clean myself, and and he put uh, mud, he told me to wash, and then I received sight. Mm -hmm. Later on, this gets him in big trouble. Uh, because it is the Sabbath day. And mm-hmm. here, once again, we invite you to go back to the commandments of God on Exodus chapter 20, uh, where God has this day of celebration, and you uh, you stop working uh, to celebrate who He is mm-hmm. and who you are in Him. And at this time, it had become such a burden that they couldn't do anything. Uh, again, remember that they had made all sorts of rules regarding the Sabbath observance, and one of the things you could not do was to to apply an ointment or a healing pulse, poultice. Mm-hmm. And Jesus had did that maybe specifically On just to, to, so many yeah, times. to get their attention. And so, he made this, quote, healing poultice of, of the clay. They thought there were healing properties in spit mm-hmm. and saliva. And so, he, he made this poultice, put it on the man's eyes. And so, again, he's just blatantly uh, violated their rules about the Sabbath and, day. You know, it really blows my mind mind away, that nobody is joyful about this man's... Yeah, the man can see, <laughs> and no one's rejoicing. They're all mad. They're all angry about they're this angry. because it was done on the Sabbath day. Yes, and so that's what they're going to talk about, verse 13 on. There's this controversy, and now you can see the development of the Pharisees' blindness mm-hmm. also by the titles or the labels they give to Jesus. At the beginning, they're confused. Uh, mm-hmm. They're saying, uh, verse 16, some Pharisees were saying, this man is not, not from from God, God yeah. because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others were saying, how can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And there was a division among them. So, at the beginning, they're confused. So, they're not completely fully blind because they're still open for discussion. And so, this man comes again and he gives his testimony so many times because yeah, they keep asking seven, him. In verse 17, he replies, he is a prophet. Yeah, so he, we are already increasing his sight. We've gone from a man to a prophet, to a prophet now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, the Jews, verse 18, did not believe it, so they called the parents, <laughs> and the parents… <laughs> this is a, a fully grown man. All right, we're going to call the parents. Let's just check with them. Yeah, and the parents are afraid of them because, yeah. see, a lot of people believe the Gospel of John was written at the end of the first century mm-hmm. when the Christians are actually being ostracized. They're from already the, being put out of the synagogues, they're being put out of the temple and declared to be persona non grata. That's right. So, so this situation that's going on here is exactly the situation in the Johannine community Mm -hmm. because they're going through this themselves. They're being ostracized, and so they're really pointing out that with with this this particular story that these parents are really frightened of being ostracized uh, by their society. So they answer in verse twenty three. He's of age. Ask him because they were afraid. 
grade. The, you know, that that's not a real protective attitude of parents <laughs> towards a child. Yeah. But I guess well, the fear was so much that they said, well, no. Well, a lot of people are afraid of the church because, yeah. uh, you know, if you monopolize grace, uh, yeah. you know, people are afraid. They don't they don't want to mm-hmm. speak up. And so here the main just goes the man just goes for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's something really interesting that happens here. Um, he gives his testimony once again. In verse 25, mm-hmm. you know, they said, you know, give glory to God. We know this is man is a sinner. But he says, therefore, he answered, whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that where I was blind, now I see. Now, you talk <laughs> about a testimony. You know, that's basically uh, yeah, what a testimony yeah. is. It, I don't understand all the details. What I know is this. I was over here. Now I'm over here. And the difference was the man Jesus Christ. You know, I feel like singing Amazing Grace right yes. now. I know that's not <laughs> what we're supposed to do. But, you know, Amazing Grace yes. ends up in the first stanza saying, I was blind, blind but now and I now see. I see. But this is exactly the visualization we're talking. This man says, look, one thing I know. I was blind, and now I see. Mm-hmm. So, they go on, and the Pharisees start now polarizing. Mm-hmm. They, verse 28, they revile him and said, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. Yeah. And this is a very, very dangerous situation when you put Jesus and Moses, and mm-hmm. you got to decide between, between the two. Between the two, and you're going to take Moses. Yes. In this case, they reject Jesus yeah. in the name of the Sabbath. That's oh, right. Yeah. Can you believe the, that? The creator of the Sabbath, the Lord of the Sabbath, and yet they've rejected him in favor of the, uh, the one who simply handed down the law from God. So, here, the, the man that was blind starts giving his testimony. Again. And in verse 30, it says, therefore, the man answered and said to them, well, here is an amazing thing. I love his sarcasm yes. here. This guy gets to be a real smart aleck, and I really yeah. like him for that. <laughs> here is an amazing thing that you do not know where he is from, and yet he has opened my eyes. We know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is God-fearing and does his will, he hears him. Since the beginning of time, it has never been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And this was it. They answered him, you were born in entirely in sins which we started with and you're going to teach us Yeah. so they put him out that's right now at the end of this story this man gets the full sight because Jesus finds him Mm -hmm. and he says do you believe in the son of man and this man says who is he Lord yeah, that now, I may he's called him, him Lord now. Yes. So we've gone all the way from from, from man, a, a to, man prophet, to prophet to, to from God, yeah. Lord to Lord now. And Jesus says, uh, is the one talking to him and say, he says, Lord, I believe. This is the yeah. word from John. Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Yeah. And this is the conclusion. Maybe Mike, you want to read a thirty-nine to forty-one. And Jesus said, For judgment I came into the world, that those who do not see may see, that those who see may become blind. And the Pharisees were listening, and they said, What? Are we blind? And verse 41. If you were blind, you would have no sin, but since you say we see... Your sin remains. <laughs> yeah, see, the problem is when you take religion and make it religiosity mm-hmm. and just oppose it against Jesus, and you choose religion versus Jesus, mm-hmm. and then you're blind. And religion and religiosity becomes condemning. But Jesus always becomes grace-oriented, and He is one who lifts us up and forgives us and elevates us. Because Jesus is the light of the world, and we, when we don't know grace, we're blind, but when we find Him, we see. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.